On this episode of Jesus Center Stage, we take a deeper look at the quote, you're not better at sinning than God is at forgiving. I actually kind of started that a little early. I'm over here crunching ice. Yeah, as, I was just uh, wishing I would have saved mine. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. We uh, we just got back from Sonic, and I had ice left over. I think, do you think Sonic has the the best ice? They ha- the Circle K's have crushed ice like Sonic has. Circle K. Yeah, like yeah when I you don't ever go there. I do, because you can get Polar Pops. Yeah. I think Sonic has the best ice. What is it? It's called pellets, isn't it? Pellet ice, I don't know. I think it is pellet ice. And one time I looked at an ice maker that makes ice like that. It was super expensive. I bet it is. Yeah. That's why we don't have one. But you can go to, I think you can go to Sonic and like get a bag of ice for two bucks or something. Maybe really? we should do that. Yeah. Maybe we should do that for Saturday. We might should. Get some, get some special ice. Yeah. Fancy ice. So what's happening on Saturday? What do we, what do we need all this ice for? Party. It's going a to party be all kind time. of craziness going on. <laughs> yes, uh, my parents uh, actually today are celebrating their 50-year wedding anniversary. And uh, on Saturday, we're going to have a party. So exciting yes. stuff to well, We can't to be tell you of. about it because they might hear it and it would ruin out all the surprises. Mm, do we have surprises? I mean, they know the they, party's they happening. Don't, they know the party's happening, but they don't know what we're doing at the party. Mm, too much of dancing? No, I'm talking no. about the other thing. Oh, oh the eating? <laughs> no, the <laughs> other thing. <laughs> the surprises? Um, yeah, so that's exciting. And, in, in, um, you know, in, in this time... There's there's not a lot of people that are married for 50 years anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth celebrating. And this is like the most major party I've ever helped plan to. Yes. So no pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think after this, you could actually put that on your resume as party planner. Really? You yeah. think so? I think so. You, I would be a um, I would be a reference for you. Yeah, so. I'm trying. <laughs> the, the day of is when I'm like concerned about with getting everything set up. That's like. Yeah, it's because we've been working for two months to get everything planned and everything yep. bought, but we can't set it up until the day of. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's Saturday will be a stressful and probably a very tiring day, but I think in the end uh, it'll be it'll be fun. And honor it better be honor <laughs> uh, two people who have uh, stuck together for a long time, and maybe most importantly, they made me. <laughs> you notice how I always bring stuff back around. Yes, we to always have to focus yeah, on you. Yeah, and That's guess not your party, okay? It's <laughs> guess, not about you. Guess who gets to give the uh, the uh, after dinner speech? That, your that, brother? Uh, no, no, no. no. It, it will be me, which means I'll have every opportunity I have want you got to talk s- about things I've done. You better talk <laughs> about them. It's not your party. Okay. You have your speech planned? 
no, no. I've I've kind of thought about it in my mind, but I will uh, make bullet points um, so that I don't get up there and go blah 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 blah. You know, I've written a speech before. Did you? Yeah. How'd that go? It went really well. Did you give it? Mm-hmm. Who'd you give it to? It was uh, when we graduated from school ministry. Mm. I wrote a speech. It was really cool. How long was it? Um, Like minute-wise? Yeah. Maybe three minutes. It wasn't like super long. Yeah, that's a pretty good speech. It's like three to five minutes maybe. Did, I don't ev- know. Did everybody clap afterwards? I'm not sure. I I'm not sure if they clapped afterwards, but they laughed during. So mm. that was that was good. Did you like? <laughs> you know how people kind of hold their fist up and they make a little circle with it, like here, like this. No, that you didn't do that. that no. during? I'm not doing that for you either on Saturday, <laughs> especially if you start talking about yourself. What I would like for you to do is is about midway through my speech, I would just like for you to interrupt and say, I would just like to point out this is one of the better speeches I've ever heard. <laughs> So good that I'm interrupting it. <laughs> it is, yeah. Like I can't contain myself. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Is anybody recording this speech? Because I want to hear it again. <laughs> no pressure on you now to have a really great speech. Yeah. Uh, okay then. All right. So um, we had a big a big week at Down Home Days. I think we mentioned that on, on our last podcast. But uh, if you're a listener and you haven't uh followed us on facebook our facebook page jesus center stage um there's there's two interviews up there now that we've done at down home days and there's a third one coming probably tomorrow um do you have them on youtube as well or not yet uh two of them yes okay yes they are on youtube also uh and uh and there's going to be i think we got i think we had eight total and so we're going to kind of space them out but they're just they're just regular everyday people that stop by the tent to talk to us and uh just talk about things of faith and um you know sharing the gospel so uh encourage you to check that out like it share it uh subscribe we we need all those things mm-hmm. to uh to help this ministry so uh but yeah that was that was a good time it was a a very tiring time. It was. It was very hot. Yeah. But uh, it was w- the between the tent we had and the fan we had. It wasn't wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was it was it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. Yeah. It it really was. And and maybe we can do that again someday too. Um. Yeah. So we had down home days that week. This coming up week we got the the big party, uh, the anniversary party. And uh, and then after that, our schedule looks slower. My schedule looks slower for one week, and then I've got four classes. Mm. So, well, my there's b- that. <laughs> <laughs> just one, in the, just one week. So, the party's not until this end of this week, and then I have a full week. Or maybe I have two weeks. I think you have two weeks. Do I have two weeks? Yeah, because the party's on the 4th, and you tell me right. the 20th. right, I have two weeks. Yeah, and I see Starting on your calendar, they have red lines under them. Is that, is that like to bring intensity? No, so whenever it's a whenever I put something on my calendar that is the whole day, it puts a line there instead of a dot. 
So mm. when I put the classes in there, it says four class overlap, and it spans from the 20th to the 1st. So every day has a red, a whole red line because it covers the whole day. Gotcha. If it's just an event that's like a couple of hours or whatever, it's just a colored dot. Okay. But if it's the whole day, it, it takes it's a whole line. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure we're losing listeners as we go. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> we're, we're looking at your calendar, and and it's not super exciting. But these people that are listening can't even hear. Don't make I mean, fun of my calendar. See. Don't make fun of my calendar. Yes, yes. Live um, by my calendar. Okay, so I've got a question. Uh, no, I don't. I've got a statement that I'm going to uh, share with you, and I'm going to share with you because somebody shared it with me, and you know who it was. It was you. You shared it with me. So I'm going to share it back to you. <laughs> Why? Uh, and then we're going to discuss this um, and just see the goodness of God and what did the I faithfulness do? of what God. Did I say? You told me that you seen, you, this is not your original thought, by the way, but you told me that you seen um, on a post uh, of some sort that someone said, You're not better at sinning than God is at forgiving. Yes. You you remember this now? I do, but I can't remember who posted it. Okay. Well, then, if you can't remember, I'll t- that means I get to take credit for no, it. <laughs> no, I remember telling put this, you now. I'm going to put that in my speech on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the appropriate way to, to, uh, the thing to include. Is in that a, plagiarism? In a ver- well, not only that, but I don't think you should include that in an anniversary speech. Mm. Okay, then. Anyways... Yes, you can. You are not better at sinning than God is at forgiving. Explain that to me. I don't know what you're talking about. Explain this to me. Well, all of us struggle with sin. Like that's part of just being human. We are none of us are perfect. We have all fallen short of the glory of God, and sometimes it kind of feels like we get into a downward spiral of getting things wrong of making the wrong decision, of choosing the wrong thing, even though we may be trying our best, and it kind of feels like we're just getting worse and worse and worse. Even mm-hmm. if even if we're Christian, sometimes we just get in a cycle of bad choices, of bad decisions, and we can get down and, and just almost feel like giving up in those times because we're like, this, like, I'm just doing everything wrong at this point. But if you look at that quote, you are not better at sinning than God is at forgiving, even at your worst downward spiral, Mm -hmm. even when you've sunk lower than you've ever sunk before, even when you've stacked so many bad decisions that you are crushed under them at this point, God is still better at forgiving than you are at sinning. So even if you're killing the sinning thing, like even if you've got, you know, even if you're, you're, you're doing great at sinning, (laughs) <laughs> sounds... Wait a minute, is that an oxymoron? <laughs> yes, but you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we, we get there. Yeah. Like, And I know that's not popular, but sometimes we get there. You look back and say, that was one of the best sins I've ever done right there. I'm really we... killing this. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. Sometimes, sometimes we get to the place where we're like, we either look at the sin and say, well, I'm having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm, I'm rocking it. I'm having fun. Yeah, it's not the right thing to do, but it, I'm okay with it. Or yeah. we look at it and we go, yeah, I should, probably shouldn't be doing this, but it's not hurting anything. Yeah. Quote, un, like air quote, mm-hmm. it's not hurting anything. And we, until we get to that place where we're just like, well, it's too far. I've done this too much. 
but regardless of which one of those set of circumstances you may identify with, you're still not better at sinning than God is at forgiving. Regardless of where you've been, what terrible thing you've done, he can still forgive. And if you don't believe that for yourself, just look at the Bible for 0.5 seconds. Pull out the stories even from Sunday school. Look at the life of Abraham, of David, of Peter, of Jonah, like all of these people who were terrible people. Mm-hmm. They were terrible people, but they were called prophets to nations. They were called friends of God, and they were called righteous by God. How? Because they got everything right? No, because God was better at forgiving than they were at sinning. Yeah. Yeah, I, you mentioned a couple there, and I, I was just thinking, I mean, you recently had a conversation about David, and that six months ago, I would have said two of my favorite characters in the Bible besides Jesus would be in the Apostle Paul and David. And I was telling Until you... Until you start looking at David. <laughs> yeah, and and the more and what what's really got me with David is that our my men's group went through a study of Psalms and David is really I don't know he's, he's really dramatic. Yes, yes, he he's like extra. overly he's so extra. Yeah. But every it seems like every every psalm every other psalm was Lord you see my enemies Lord, I want you to crush their teeth out and step mm-hmm. on their face. And thank you, Lord, for mm-hmm. loving me and delivering me. Now go and make the enemies rotten yeah. in a terrible place. Avenge me. Yeah. Avenge and, me and my enemies. And after yeah. a while, I'm thinking, you know, come on, David. It's <laughs> you, could, you could write something different. Um, but he, you know, he... He has all these flaws to him. Of course, we know that he was a murderer. He was an adulterer. He he. We just read this last week about uh, doing the census when he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, he how many times did he argue with God? Mm-hmm. Just point and, that out there too. Yeah, but yet God continued to to forgive David, and and he was even referred later as a man of, of God's own heart. Mm-hmm. And so you think, well, how can this be? And and why is this? And and there's people in the Bible that that uh, on appearance done far less and received much worse fate sure. for it. And and you think, well, what what's the difference? And you and you think back to to what the he was a man after God's own heart, which means there was something in David even when he did mess up or when he really did sin you know it's hard to say he messed up when he he, was, he sinned <laughs> he, he, he was just a, <laughs> he was a murderer yeah. and an adulterer I mean, yes that's more than a like, mess up yeah um, that wasn't a uh, just a yeah oops, oops. <laughs> that wasn't an oops moment that yeah. was a that was it he was killing mm-hmm. it sinning it was it was killing yeah. it literally killing. But there was something about david even though he was continually calling for total destruction and and a beatdown of his enemies and and everything that we've learned in the new testament about to love your enemies to pray for your enemies mm-hmm. david was the opposite and as you as i've looked more and more in him you know so i'm like come on david give it a break a little yeah. bit 
But at the same time, we, we note that David continually found God's favor. It doesn't mean that God let David off the hook. There was there was a price to be paid, and yeah. he lost he lost a child. He, uh, you know, wasn't able to build a king. Uh, I mean, the the temple that yeah. he wanted to build, and there was things Somebody in there. Somebody slept with his wives. Yeah, and it was his son. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, all these things this happened. Podcast to him. just became X-rated. It did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but at the same time, we see that God was still forgiving because of david's heart and and you think well how can he have a good heart if he's done these things but it was a heart it was a repentant heart and that that when he did mess up and then when he did commit a sin that we can always see a genuine sorrowfulness to it And, and this is by no means i mean if me and you knew a david today we would we would probably be thinking this dude he he needs to get right yeah so it's in no way of saying yeah we think you you can just go out and do all these things and and just be continually going and repenting if you're if you're just doing them because you want to be doing them um and and i know we're we're teeter-tottering on getting onto a different topic there but through all that david done he he had a repentant heart and therefore God continued to forgive him. Well, if you look at all the different things that David did, I don't know that you can say he repeated any sin. Like, <laughs> he just kept finding new ways. <laughs> Apparently. But like, I mean, think <laughs> about it. He, a, he was a, a he, trailblazer. The whole thing with Uriah and Bathsheba, he didn't repeat that sin. Once he got called out on it and mm-hmm. he repented of it, he did. you don't find him doing that again. When he, when he, did the census of the people and he wasn't supposed to he didn't repeat that mistake Mm -hmm. he didn't do that again so in in the times that he got things so wrong and and i might be wrong we're we're still in the life of david there might be something i'm missing but at this moment i can't think of one that he repeated and i think that's a sign of somebody who's after the heart of god Am I going to get it right every single time? No. But when I do see that I've done it wrong and I repent, that should be enough not to go do that same thing again. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect from now on, but it means that that I'm not going to go back and do again. Because now I, I recognize it as wrong. I see it as wrong. I repented of it. And now... I know the mercy of God in this situation. I'm not going to take advantage of it again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I think that's where the the difference comes in of somebody who continues down that spiral or someone who is considered somebody after God's own heart mm-hmm. is okay, so I have sinned, but what do I do now? Do I do I keep repeating it or do I do I stop the cycle? Yeah. Yeah, and and you may you know, think well. Wh- why is this important? Why, why, are, you know, why even bring this up? Why are we talk? You know, making this a topic on on a podcast, and it's because this world is full of people who believe that they are the ones who have have sinned, have done enough bad things to the point that there's really no reason to pursue God. Yeah, that there's no reason. Yeah, you, know, you, you think. In, I've in been our bad country, for so long. There's no reason to try to get right. Yeah, 
Yeah, in in our country, and I would I would venture to say in most countries, if you've been convicted of a felony, then from that point on, you, there's things you can't do. You can't you can't go purchase a, a gun. So if you're, you're a hunt, you're if always you, a felon. Yeah, if you want to be a hunter and you've committed a, a felony, well, then you can't go buy a gun to hunt. You have, you have to find different ways. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, I don't think you can vote. There, there's things that you're you're unable to do because you have committed, and I'm air quoting here, a sin, mm-hmm. and from that point on, you're disqualified. And and people sometimes think I have committed that sin, that now I can't buy a gun, I can't vote, and I can't be a Christian. Yeah, I can't get forgiveness from God because these these things have been taken away from mm-hmm. me, and that's why. We're talking tonight about that that you're not a better sinner than God is a forgiver, and and He will forgive when your heart is right. And I think too sometimes we get caught up on that simply because we don't want to change or admit mm. we don't want to repent. And so if we can convince ourselves that I'm better at sinning than God is at forgiving, then I don't then I feel then I don't have I have an excuse for doing what I'm doing yeah. because God don't want me anyways. Mm-hmm. But when we when we when that truth penetrates that God is better at forgiving. I'm not bigger than that. I'm not bigger mm-hmm. than he he is bigger than me. Yeah. The his plan is closed. still his plan is still bigger than me. I can't mess up his redemption. Like yeah. there's nothing I can do to mess up his redemption that he planned from the beginning that he executed perfectly it is finished Mm -hmm. it is bought and paid for i can't do anything to mess that up when we but that like takes it takes us off our own seat it takes us off our own throne to look and say i can't i can't unseat god i can't unseat Mm -hmm. his redemption plan he's still bigger than me and so sometimes even though it sounds opposite to say but sometimes I feel like we find comfort in I'm you know my sin is greater than because then now I don't have to deal with it now I don't have to repent because there's no point in repenting if I think that I've done something too big for God to forgive then there's no point in me repenting Mm -hmm. but when I see that his grace and his mercy is way bigger than anything I could ever do then now I'm accountable because there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to repent unless I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, and that, and often is the case. But, you know, if you're just wanting to continue doing what you're doing, knowing that it's against God's will and it's against, uh, you know, it's an offense towards Him and you just want to do it, that's one thing. But if you're in that place where you think that even if I wanted to go to Him, I can't. You can. You can. You that's can. I mean that's uh, and you know I thought of the verse and uh, where it talks about if he's going to clothe the flowers of the field mm-hmm. and though every little thing he takes care of the flowers just what that verse is saying he makes them beautiful he makes mm-hmm. you know life in the spring and and death in the winter which brings more life in the spring he he has always taken care of everything in creation. And we think, well, he puts forth all of of that glory and all of that 
um, you know, wonder into creation, but because I made a mistake, he just is done with me. That's that's a lie from, from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And this is what I would say to anyone who's in that place, who you you have that desire to know God's forgiveness, but you feel like you've done too much. Just try him. Mm-hmm. Just give him a try. Even if you don't believe it completely, even if you can't understand how God could be that gracious, how he could forgive you even though you've done these horrible things. It's because even, it's, a, it's, it's not understandable. So if you don't no, understand it. No, it doesn't it, make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense how the God of the universe, the creator of any of everything, if he wanted to make somebody new and perfect, he could. Mm-hmm. But he chose to keep humanity. He chose us. It doesn't make sense. Like, why would he do that? Why would he want a broken, messed up people? But yet that's what he chose. Yep. And so I would just encourage you, try, just try him. Just try him. If you don't like your life the way it is, if you're tired of it the way it is, if you want to know what it is to be free of guilt and to have joy and peace with God, just try Jesus and just taste and see. As yeah. Just just. Just see, just see what it is about to know him and discover him for yourself. Even if you don't have the faith that you feel like it takes right now, just try, just try. Because if you, if you take one step to him, even if you don't understand it all, even if it doesn't make sense to you, even if you feel like you don't have faith or you don't have what it takes, you, that's the beauty of coming to Christ is you don't have to have what it takes he has what it takes. Yeah. And so if you come to him, he's he's got he's got you. Mm-hmm. He's got it all figured out. He's got it all taken care of. All he's waiting for is for you to come to him. And he's he's got it. He's got it covered. Exactly. And and if you need encouragement, find you a Bible. Randomly flip pages until you just land on one, open it up and I, d- I would just about promise there's you're going to read about someone who is worse than you are. Yes. Uh, I mean, time after time, the kings, we was just talking about all the kings of Israel the other mm-hmm. day, th- hor- horrific and terrible yeah. things. And, and sacrificing you know, children, having 700 mm-hmm. wives. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing, you may say, well, I, you know, I read about King Ahab or I read about, you know, this king or that king and, and I didn't find where God forgive them. But if they had repented, he would have. if they had changed, you know, mm-hmm. not change, not changed their heart, but had they let him change their heart right. and, and surrender themselves and to see, him, he would have. Speaking of the kings, you see that even. I think it's, it, I always get these two confused. Should have had this before I started. But it's either Josiah or Joash. One of the two was king. Or was it Jehoiakim? I don't know. I it was it one of the with J-, J. It was one of the J kings, okay? Which is that a, they probably were, about 75% of yeah. all the men's names in the Bible start with a J. <laughs> one of the J kings, okay? He was he was ruling and there were the high places sacrificing to other gods. And somebody brought him a scroll from the temple. And when he read it, he when when it was read before him, he tore his clothes and started changing the things in the kingdom that dishonored God. Mm-hmm. So even if you, I mean, that he was king and he was a horrible king, and then when he and then he responded to the truth of God, 
and changed things. So when when you read if you read about somebody who was terrible and you're like, well, God didn't forgive them, if they would have repented just like this one did. Yeah. Now that's going to drive me nuts because I can't remember which J it was. <laughs> well, uh, it gives us something to look for. It was in there. I know yeah, it's in it's there. It's in there, yes. We, we can count on that. We just don't know which J name it was. But, yeah, so, you know, just to kind of sum it up, and I see you over there diligently working to find it uh, as we're getting ready to close the podcast, but it's it's not a – there's not a place. It wasn't a J. Uh, oh, this is so disappointing. <laughs> no, wait. Maybe it was a J. Keep talking. Okay. No, there, there's not a point that that you're too far gone. There's not a point that God won't forgive, and and at the same time, it it's not something that that you just say I'm sorry for and be done with it. But there there is a a um, you know, a godly sorrow, and. And knowing that I don't want to do things that are displeasing to God, that's what, and, and I throw that in because I think so many times people kind of get in that uh, that belief of I will go out and I will do whatever I want to do. I will have an affair. You know, I'll, I'll watch pornography. I'll do whatever it is that that's comes to my mind. And then when I'm done doing it, I'm going to say, that I'm sorry and I'm going to pray about it and I'm forgiven and then if something happens to me before tomorrow then I've prayed and and I and I've said I was sorry and then tomorrow I'm going to have that temptation again and I'm going to give into it I know I will and then after I get done you know watching my porn again then I'll just say I'm sorry again so it's not just saying it yeah. But it it's is it is having that heart of I don't want to do this again and and trusting in the Lord to to be able to to help me in those things mm-hmm. but also to forgive me for those things. So as we get ready to close, what did you find? I think it happened more than once, but it was Josiah. Josiah was definitely one of them who when he heard the words of the king, I mean the words of the Lord read from the scroll. And he, here's the thing with Josiah is he was trying to please the Lord. And if you read, so it's in Second Chronicles 34. He, was, he started out kind of trying to please the Lord, but he left things undone. Like he, he just, he didn't, he didn't go all in. Yeah. He kind of, you know, he, he, he did things right, but he didn't do everything right. And then when the, when the word of the Lord was read to him, he rent his clothes and then he really started making changes in the kingdom and became a king who really honored the Lord after hearing the words of the Lord. So whether you've whether you've started out or you haven't started out at all, the point is when you come to him in repentance and respond to the word of the Lord, he is faithful to forgive. Mm-hmm. First John, is it one nine? First John one nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes, yes. And I would like to point out uh, there, Miss King James, that rent your clothes. Did I say rent? You did. <laughs> and yes, that is rent. in the Bible that you they, 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 these people rent their clothes, it but that simply means to, 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 yeah, to tear them. They, were, they weren't leasing they, them out. <laughs> they weren't leasing them out, but yeah. Um, 
It yes. was not a tuxedo, tuxedo <laughs> rental. It was not that. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, but let, I hope this has been an encouragement to somebody. I know it has to me um, that that we're not going to sin more than God's willing to forgive if we will just uh, repent and turn to him, put our trust in Jesus, and let him be center stage in our lives.